Well, it's been a long time, it feels, between drinks, even though it wouldn't feel like that for the three listeners of Trans-Tasman gibberish, but we are back. Feeling pretty good about it. Uh, Adam, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Whitey, how are you? I'm good. You've uh, you've been a world traveller in, in the break. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Went to Japan for a couple of weeks and... Um, yeah, it was an interesting place. It's a bunch of weirdos who think they are um, adhering to some sort of civilization. I think they're they're a weird bunch. Uh, you stayed in Shinjuku, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was it's... probably a mistake for the first four nights. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we stayed, but I went there the first time. I stayed in Shinjuku for a couple nights. Uh, it's extremely androgynous, one might say. Yeah, that, that's where all the, the um, if, if you believe in God, that's probably one of those two cities that he burnt down. That's where Shinjuku yeah. starts. That's where it starts. It was quite an interesting place. We actually, we stayed in Shibuya in the, for the last two nights, and that was really cool. That was a, that was yep. a bit different. But uh, yep. yeah, look, I'm probably over the, the King's Cross type of places in the world. Um, yes. It's probably not not my playground anymore, and that's kind of what Shinjuku was. Absolutely, it is. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, mate, it's good to have you back. You're looking a million dollars. Survived oh, the, uh, the land of the rising sun. How's the weather over there? Is it good? Uh, look, look. to be honest, we've had two sunny days without any rain, and today, of course, it said, nah, you can't have three in a row. Decided yeah. to rain a little bit. Not too much, but uh, look, it's, all, it's okay. It's okay, mate. Okay. Look, it's a bit, Excellent. bit cold. Yes. But I'm a wolf. Well, it's a bit cold uh, over 30, here, too. Yeah, it's a bit cold especially over here. Especially after thirty, especially after thirty-seven degrees and humid in Tokyo. So, oh yes. Yeah. So I've only I've only ever been in Japan in winter for for skiing and, and snowboarding. So it was frigid over there. Yeah, they've they've, they've got. We were in Kyoto and we we're in this this little bar and it was fucking boiling, and this guy showed us photos of winter and it's just snow everywhere. I'm going, how yeah. the fuck? Can you be that hot and that cold in the same place? But yeah. I suppose we've grown up in in countries which is twelve degrees is quite cold. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, mate, here we go again. We're going to dissect the news cycle of uh, of New Zealand and Australia and what is considered to be news. Big news this week. Big news this week. Yeah, the Aussies retain the Ashes amidst a flurry of whinging from our pommy brethren. People are saying it's not the right way to win the Ashes and I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I would actually have been pissed off if we'd won. I much prefer to win it this way and hear them howling from the Northern Hemisphere. It was incredible. It, it, I mean, mate, it, I've never come across a side or a bunch of commentators from England who have no idea how cricket is actually played. They have no idea. So England have never won a game because of the weather. Um, they've never run out a batsman who is a fucking idiot and walks out of their crease. It is just, it's just astronomical how hypocritical and a bunch of fuck nuts they really are, this English team. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if we've drawn every game because of the fucking rain. We've retained the ashes. Fuck off England. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It, the hypocrisy's been heavy. It's been just heavy. Every every comment that they've made, someone's been able to bring up a, a, an exact example where they've had the opposite result. No. Uh, and look, but in in saying that, I think that the Aussies 
it felt once we got to two nil up that we laid our guns down that the the killer instinct was sort of gone. It felt we really let them back in. We missed so many opportunities. Like our batting's been piss poor, bowling's oh. been average at best. They have been the better team for two tests, but I think that realistically that we let them be the better team for two tests. I just think we there's been massive questions asked about Pat Cummings' captaincy. Uh, now they're talking that he should step aside, and he's been off the beat. I've got to say, especially, especially in the last two tests, he's really been off the beat. This test, this last test, that what was going on with the bowling? Like just bowling short <laughs> after short after short. Finally, pitch one up. They get a wicket. Surprise, surprise against the freaking number eleven. It was a sixty-eight run partnership for the for the for the eleventh for the tenth wicket. Yeah, right. It's not it's good just, enough, mate. No, it's not. It's it's not good enough. Look, we had so many chances to score 500 ourselves in the first innings and our batsmen got out the stupid shots. Um, our bowling... Look, we, we picked we, we, we picked some couple of all-rounders for the bowlers. I mean, I think we missed Nathan Lyons a big time and I never like to say that because I'm not a massive fan of Nathan Lyons even though he's the yeah. goat off-spinner. Um, yeah. but, but I think... Whilst we're not doing basball, I think we've still got to show that we play Australian attacking cricket, which is yeah. when we usually play at our best, right? Um, and it, but to, in saying that, that thirty overs on the Saturday when we only lost one wicket, England have only got themselves to blame for not getting more wickets. Then they could have won Agreed. the Test match. Then so Agreed. you know, whilst Australia's probably not played as well in the second two Tests, well, it's up to England to take the take the chances, and that's what we did in the first two Tests. Yep. So, once again, just to reiterate, if no one understands what I think about this, England can go fuck themselves. Perfect. And that's enough for the Ashes until we <laughs> until we win them 3-1 after the next test, which starts on Thursday, oh. which should be good. I, bl- I bloody hope we do win it, though. I do yeah, hope so do we win just to shove it up their ass, but we probably okay, won't. Mate, but anyway. What have you got for me? What have you got for me All right, today? look, we've, we've had a lot of news over the past um, two, two and a half weeks or so. And look, I wanted to bring one to your attention. It's it's goodoldstuff.cock.co.nz. Wow. Jesus. All wow. over it. Where's my head? Um, just, just, New Zealand, just, just, yeah. just actually, before we get to there, we're, we're trying yeah. something new this episode as well where we're, 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 we're without a net. We're going completely cut free. This is, this is warts and all. So Adam's made the first fuck up. So, and I just decided after stot, uh, dot cock that uh, we're, we're going to go unedited today. <laughs> I think we should. I think this should be as raw, raw it, as my it's, chafed legs in the heat of um, uh, Tokyo. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, go so, for it, mate. Um, the new- <laughs> Stop cock. So the news. <laughs> Stop it, you're going to lose me. <laughs> Mate, we're live. Oh, we're as good as live, so keep me. going. Excellent, excellent. New Zealand tells US of opposition to cluster bombs after promised Ukraine delivery. Let, let me just have that sink in. So Prime Minister Chris Hipkins, this is 9th of July, by the way. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins says he will tell the Ukrainian President Zelensky of New Zealand's opposition to cluster bombs if the if the pair meet this week. Now, just first of all, they didn't get to meet because probably Chris Hipkins isn't that fucking important. Secondly, can you just see the, how the conversation would go? Right, so there's Zelensky in the hall, right? And there's Chris Hipkins, who does look like a fucking nine-year-old, walking up, waddling up to him and pulling on his shirt or coat pocket, going, Hello, uh, Mr. Zelensky, Mr. Zelensky. 
And you can see this Mrs. Zelensky going, who the fuck are you, mate? Yeah. Um, excuse me, Mrs. Zelensky. Um, I don't think you should use cluster bombs against those really, really nice Russians over there. Can you just see Mr. Zelensky just going, mate, who the fuck are you? You're from New Zealand. I don't give a shit. And you don't have a bunch of marauding Russians on your doorstep. So fuck off. I think that a country that has not tasted war should comment on uh, <laughs> on the war practices of a, a nation that's being invaded. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, mate. I just thought... Who do you think you are, mate? Seriously, and who do you think you are, New Zealand? Just chill out in the bottom of the fucking ocean. I'm happy to be here because no one's going to fucking bomb us. I don't care. I'm safe. No one's got enough fuel to get to you. Oh, mate. (laughs) You can you can tell it with the prices of goods and services. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh fuck! But I thought that was a good one to start with. Just Uh, you know what? It's actually Um, and and look just to show that we we don't actually prep before the show. It's actually a very good segue, Adam, because my my first little article here, which is from, uh, look, I go to news.com.au, or as Adam would probably call it, news.cock.au. Uh, <laughs> mate, here's the headline. One billion people angry at Oppenheimer sex scene. So, uh, mm. this week's been the massive release of what they're calling Barbenheimer, which is the movie release of, of Oppenheimer, which is Chris Nolan's latest one about Robert Oppenheimer, the, the father of the nuclear bomb, and, of course, yep. Barbie, which is about Barbie. <laughs> uh, never been two bigger releases since COVID, so it's been called Barbenheimer. Now, I went and saw Oppenheimer <laughs> on the weekend. It's a good movie. goes for a long time. Two-thirds of it is excellent. One-third of it is okay. Okay. Now... There is a, there's quite a bit of full frontal nudity. Well, not quite a bit. There's probably 70 seconds of full frontal nudity from a yep. female. Uh, Florence Pugh, who's quite attractive. And now, in this scene, they use a very famous quote from, from Oppenheimer, which is, I am become death destroyer of worlds, which is about, obviously, the bomb, essentially. But yep. it's used in the sex scene. It's, it's like an intercut. Now, this is a very famous Hindu uh, saying. Yeah, yeah. And mate, the Hindus have gone berserk. Now, they're not... They, they, they're they describing it as a direct assault on religious beliefs of a billion tolerant Hindus. Is, is this serious? It amounts to waging a war on the Hindu community. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're sounding like Muslims now. Now, they're not concerned about the sex scene or the nudity. They're concerned with their famous quote being used in the sex scene. It's pretty amazing, hey? Why why are people out... Isn't there more important shit in the world to worry about than this stuff? It just does... It just pisses me off when there's people get outraged by shit which they don't need to get outraged by. Do you know what? I don't understand it. Out of those billion outraged Hindus, I'd, I'm looking forward to seeing how many have seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, they've got their own Bollywood. I, so, I assume they don't really watch a lot of Hollywood. I don't know. I'm, maybe that's being racist. I don't know. But No, I, I, I mean, I seriously. Tend to agree. Okay, what know, do you got? Mate, it's, oh, fuck. I know, it's Where a joke, mate. It's a joke. 
I can't start you. It's the same with the. It's the same with the. You know, remember those French cartoonists who were taking the piss out of Muhammad? And yeah. They, well, then they waged a jihad or whatever they call it on them. Oh yeah. Uh, far doka out. doka. Um, here we go. Stuff again. Thank you, stuff. July twenty. This is more recent. Um, wow. Your timing is way off. Backlash to Countdown's four hundred million refresh during cost of living crisis. Now. You won't know this, but Countdown is basically it's owned by Woolworths. So what's what's, Woolworths. what's Countdown? That's not the show Count- with Molly Meldrum, is it? No, it's not the show, which was fucking awesome. I remember great show. Kid. That was great. Countdown. Oh, he's a character. Melbourne mm. Storm supporter. He's lost the supporter. plot now, old Molly, getting his ass out at, well, at but if, concerts and stuff. What did he? Yeah, he mooned the crowd, and yeah, he's lost the plot. He's one of our biggest gay fans, so let's yeah. not go too entry hard. only. Um, entry only. Yeah, and he fell off that he fell off that ladder, didn't he, and hurt himself. I think he's yeah, I think he's probably dealing with the um, results of that. To be honest. <laughs> well, anyway, Woolworths have now said we're going to spend four hundred million to rebrand Countdown back to Woolworths, which is right. fine by me because I still call it Woolworths because I keep forgetting that it's Countdown because I'm from Australia. So that's yep. just me being a muppet. But they're all saying, well, there's a cost of living crisis. Why, miss, when you've got a basically a duopoly over here, which is which is the Countdown slash Woolworths and New World, which is Coles, yep. um, and that's it. And you're going to spend 400 million refreshing your brand during a cost of living crisis. And you know what? I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Well, Just give them. You guys back. are going to pay for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, your butter's going to go up by like a dollar. We've got the most expensive fucking butter in the world. We make it all. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, I just found, I got, tipped, I got tipped into a, a, a new source. Uh, I'm a big condiment guy. Oh. Uh, love a condiment. And I got tipped yep. into a new ketchup. It's called Kasundi. And Kasundi. I tasted it at a mate's house. He put a little bit on a teaspoon and I took it down. It's a light, it's a bit of, it's like a mix between uh, tomato sauce and, and and chutney, and it's right. it's it's fucking delicious, right? Ooh. And it's for sale at Woolies, which would be Countdown in your area, and yep. nearly Woolies. Here, 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 it's eleven dollars fifty a bottle. So I cannot imagine what it's going to cost in New Zealand. Well, where's it made? Uh, I don't know. I don't look that deep into it. <laughs> I'll tell you That's what, it's not made it's not made by the Hindus. Oh, isn't it? No. Okay, good. And there's no logo with any on there? No, there's no <laughs> I don't think I don't shit. think that no there's no Kit Kat Halal logo on it. It's oh, fuck. uh I don't know where it's made. It's a good point. I'll look it up. I'll I'll give you the information before that, but Kasundi and it's Kasundi. Mate, okay. if you can I've, find I've it, it down. It's fucking delicious. I've written it but down. But it's expensive. Mate, I, if you, it's if a twenty dollar bottle of sauce for you over there, I reckon. Yeah, well, eleven dollars is about yeah about a hundred so over yeah. here. So yeah, it's the exchange rate. So yeah, it's about right. But I tell you what, if you love your condiments, mate, there is a there is a brand here, and I'm going to give them a plug so they give me shitloads of stuff. Oh, Cullies. they'll probably hear this. They're, oh, what's, they're listening, what's, obviously. Listening. What's it called? Cully's, C U L E Y, right? So I'm going to their Smoke and Spice Festival, which is happening in September. But their sauces, they've got like a baconaise. It's fucking Ooh, amazing. Okay, They've got right. a spicy tomato sauce. They've got all these beautiful... Mate, you will go bananas. 
when when you tour over here for the um, Trans Tasman gibberish, I'll take you to the to the <laughs> New Woolworths. And uh, I'll show you the Cully's selection. It's amazing. But anyway, that's way off topic. Hang what on, mate. You got, mate. Mate, mate. What? 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 Al Brown's Kusundi Kepship. Yep. Al Brown's General Store, Shed 3, 90 yep. Wellesley Street West, Auckland, New Zealand. Fuck off. Is it? Yep. Okay. Al, Al Brown's, did you say? Al Brown's General Store. Manufactured for Al Brown's General Store. General Store. Shed yeah, 3. It down. Yep. All this right. is for everyone over there in New Zealand. Get into this. Wellesley, Wellesley Street. I know where so Wellesley here's, Street here's what it says. Ketchup, but not as you know it. We've dialed up the spice with wonderful Indian aromatics while retaining that familiar tomatoey sweetness we all know and love. Mad on oh. fish and chips and turns a sausage Ooh. into a culinary masterpiece. Goes great Ooh. with a lick of old yellow. Oh, imagine a pie with it on. Oh. Mate, I'm telling you, get into it. We we just talk about the big topics, don't we? We just we do. cover them with sauce. Changing, we're changing people's lives. That's what we do. One sauce bottle at a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What do you got, mate? Mate, okay. Cocaine sharks may be acting erratically due to amount of dump drugs off the US coast. <laughs> what a waste. What? <laughs> so... Again, news.cock.au. So much cocaine and other drugs are being dumped off the coast of the US state of Florida that it is potentially. Fuck. Now, that word that word is really key. <laughs> potentially sending fish crazy, experts have claimed. Some sharks, possibly high, have been acting erratically with one swimming in circles while it eyed up an imaginary object. Oh, fucking hell. Seriously. What is journalism can, now? Can you Seriously. believe this? Talk about making up a story for just just making it up. <laughs> if these cocaine bales are a point source of pollution, it's very plausible sharks can be affected by the chemical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God, oh, seriously, fuck it, dark. What, what is ro- journalism today? Is just they they make shit up. They just make it up. Oh, what have we got? What have we got on today? Oh, nothing. What about? Do you know what? I reckon sharks. They must be on cocaine themselves. Seriously, hey, to make that shit up. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. This is the best. <laughs> oh, stop. This is the best. They placed dummy cocaine bales into the water to see if sharks would be attracted to them. Sure enough, the fish chomped on the bales, hang on a minute, which had been loaded with highly concentrated fish powder <laughs> to, con- to simulate cocaine. <laughs> Does that mean I, we can now sell fish powder as cocaine? Is Fuck that what that means? Dark. I mean, seriously, mate, that, that's, this, governments are giving people grants to do this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's. Did you ever see Cocaine Bear, the movie? Yes, I did. I did. Was true it any story? Good? It's not bad. Oh, it's, it's true bad. as this story? Come it's based on a grass. true story. It's based on a true story. Oh, well, you've just used the word based. I like that. Yeah. That's like it's potentially based. or proposed or yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. 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 My son based on a true story that, yes, it. there is cocaine and yes, there are bears. <laughs> 
and there are forests and there are yes, people. Yes. And yeah, bears have me. attacked people. <sighs> it's 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 Seriously? pretty funny actually. It's 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 a Is bit it? of a laugh. All right, I'll I'll watch it. Like I said, my son loved it. He thought it was it, hilarious. It's pretty fucking um, violent, man. It's pretty violent. Oh, I don't it's right up your alley. Violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a bit North Shore Private School boy loves violence. North Shore Private School boy loves a bit of violence. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like I said, like I always say, I'm a I'm a pacifist pacifist who loves <laughs> violence. So right. I don't know how that works. But, okay. Hey, can, question though. Um, yeah. Do you know, I've come to the conclusion, right, and this is this is going to blow your mind, that I'm only going to believe from now on what I see with my own eyes, I've decided. With stories like that <laughs> and the rest of the shit going around, I don't believe anything until I see it. If someone tells me this, I go, nah, don't believe it. I just yes. say it, I just go, nah, don't yes. believe it. Now, that's a, that, I agree with that. Is that I think, profound? Yeah, well, mate, you know, I, I agree. <laughs> I think it's a smart play because everyone is full of shit. Oh, mate. Yes. God, journalists especially. Can I move yes. on? Is that all right? No, please do. Captain. Please do. Captain, my captain. Um, so here we go. Stuff again. Brings brings the heat all the time. Faulty funeral cre- cremator saw neighbours enveloped by smoke and ashes of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one, mate. A Tauranga. So I was in Tauranga on Friday, actually. Uh, that's on the East Coast. Lovely area. Fastest growing city in New Zealand. A Tauranga funeral home is facing fines of as much as $600,000. Jesus. After operating a faulty cremator that left neighboring homes and the people inside them enveloped by, and this is in bracket, in speech brackets, enveloped by smoke and ashes of dead bodies. <laughs> Fuck. And their Let, own. Oh, mate. Legacy funeral homes appeared on Monday at the Environment Court. In Tauranga, after earlier pleading guilty to representative charges under the Resource Management Act over the crematorium smoke discharges. Oh, my God. That, that's incredible, that. Uh, is there any... Let's get some... Here we go. Here's one of the victims said, Our grim reality... Didn't they all, didn't dead they all bodies burn? Over our property. Oh, this is all the ashes. You know the famous, you know in movies how they throw ashes on the cliff and it's winds blowing the other way. This back is in the, their face. This is that example. Yeah. Oh, mate. Paper, here we go. Personally enveloped by smoke and ashes of dead bodies, the smoke and ash from these dead bodies invaded my lungs, my body. I'm still trying to accept this. <laughs> and you know what? It was probably it was like in that scene in Afterlife. It was probably someone's cock. <laughs> oh, how good! Oh, that's so funny. Eh? <laughs> but that's pretty fucking funny, eh? That, how would you feel if you had someone's ashes all over you? It'd be quite weird, I would have thought. Yeah, have a shower. Just wash yeah, it off. I'm the same. I mean, I suppose it's just the pollu- for me. It's the pollution more than that. It's dead bodies. I mean, I couldn't give a fuck what ashes they are. Yep. Mm, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, good. Okay, <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. There should be more of this. Uh, here we go. The headline is Locals Only. Sign at Sandon Point in New South Wales, Illawarra sparks furor. An oh. offensive Locals Only sign placed at a New South Wales beach renowned among surfers has been widely denounced by locals and politicians. Not all the locals, though, apparently. Uh a wooden sign warning against visitors erected at a popular New South Wales South Coast beach has sparked vocal backlash from locals and politicians. 
The sign which read, locals only, blow-ins not welcome, was spotted at Sandon <laughs> Point in Bulleye, a suburb in Wollongong, about an hour and 15 yep. minutes south of Sydney. Yep. So, I don't know about you. Like, I, I grew up on the beach. I was, never a, I was never a real surfer. But I always knew that there were certain places that only really locals were welcome. Yep. Absolutely. But there's not a lot that people can do, even the locals can do, if people just decide that they want to surf there, right? Absolutely. And if it's, you um, and if you see this you sign, like, it's hilarious. It's Someone's written it in texter on a piece of plywood <laughs> and it is no, it's just stuck on two posts into the ground. If I saw that, I'd have a chuckle. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's more comedic than anything. Um, yeah, look, I, I, look, I was a try-hard surfer and I'm actually a, because I couldn't surf, I can, I can do a little bit, I'm not that great, but I'm more a bodyboarder, not a boogie boarder, bodyboarder. Um, I understand the, the locals only thing. Um, I got told to fuck out of the surf once when I was a, an absolute grommet because I couldn't surf to save myself. Uh, when I was up at Foster, everyone up there, hello. Um, so I understand it because, you know, they have been they do a day in, day out. But at the same time, why would you want to go surf there if you're going to tell her to fuck off and get in a fight? I never, like, for example, I've never surfed at, D, uh, at um, not D-Bar, um, Snapper Rocks. Yes, First of all, I'm a bodyboarder. Yes, <laughs> so you get, you get fuck off anyway. Yeah, but there's too many people there anyway. So why the yes. fuck would I want to surf it? I don't care how famous it is. So I get both sides. Look, it sounds like a comedic thing. Um, yes, the locals, are, locals, or the local service are probably very serious about it. But fuck, I wouldn't want to surf there if they weren't going to get in a fight. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I've heard that. It's mm. funny though. It's. Uh... The last line of the article says, I don't think any surfers, Sydney surfers or out-of-town surfers, would give much credence to the sign. No. no. <laughs> Thank you. It's fucking bull Thanks for clearing that up. It's fucking bull I oh, no. <laughs> who's, God's sake. Who's going, oh, I'm going to go surf in bull if you live in fucking Avalon. Yeah. No one. So. Yeah. It's, so you can bash again, all the people that come and surf in Avalon. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's it's a mountain out of a molehill as usual. Absolutely, uh, journalists looking for shit to do. Absolutely. What's um? You got anything more from stuff cock? Yeah, I do actually. I've got an international one. This is fucking hilarious. You you probably, you might have heard this one. Um, girl awarded nearly one point three million New Zealand dollars. So okay. in damages, sixty thousand after Australian. getting burnt. Yeah, sixty thousand Australian in damages after getting burned by McDonald's chicken nugget. I've not heard this. A jury this. in Florida, yeah, a jury in Florida has awarded 800,000 US. Wow, the exchange rate's not bad. In damages to a young girl who was left with second degree burns after a scolding chicken McNugget fell onto her leg as her mother pulled away from McDonald's drive through window. <laughs> Lawyers for the family of Olivia Caravallo, wow. who was four when she was burned, wow. were seeking 15 US in damages. They only got eight hundred thousand. Um, so you know, take what you will from that. I mean, do you know what I, I take from that? What her mum didn't give her daughter a balm like Kramer did when he burned his leg with a coffee in Seinfeld. <laughs> he need, she needed a balm. She needed a balm. She needed a balm. But whose fault is it? Come it on, can't be whose fault. Well, 
That's a fucking hot McNugget for a start. That's a hot McNugget. How good are chicken nuggets? How good are chicken nuggets? Oh, I had some in Japan actually. I hadn't had them for fucking years. Really? Yeah. The the fried chicken in in Japan is next level good. Oh, JFC. Karage. Oh, Japanese so fried chicken. When we went uh, snowboarding, we go to this place that was like a service, like a little general store. It was called Thompson's, and yep. you'd get in the Bay Marina in the freaking whatever they've got there. They get, they'd have like KFC chicken, like crumb chicken. Yeah. And they'd sell this sauce. Half the sauce was barbecue sauce. The other half was mayonnaise. Oh, yum. You were wrecked. You were wrecked right now, right? And, <laughs> mate, you would just you'd, – you'd snowboard all day and then go and have a couple of pieces of JFC with some barbecue mayo. Fucking hell. Oh, mate. That's, that's Didn't get any better. Porn. Food didn't get any right better. There. Not even Kasundi could uh, could beat that. <laughs> the Kasundi. Kasundi. So whose fault is it? Do you reckon? Well, it's the mum from driving too fast. Chill, mum. Well, that could be right. She didn't. Chill, she didn't secure the nuggets. She did not what? secure the nuggets when she got them. When when you said she burned herself, I, I assume that she bit into it and like half a tongue no. peeled off or something, and she was in some severe. I, I don't know how much. Lo- how much of a change of life there is from a nugget burn on the leg? Second yeah, degree. Look, I th- I th- Second the trauma, degree. The trauma, the emotional um, anxiety that comes. When's the it? last time you burnt yourself? Proper, proper good. Ah, fuck. Um, I can't even remember the last time I did. I'm sure I have. Yeah, it's rough. It was all right. Yeah, Luke burned himself. Luke burned himself a few years ago. Now up here on the Goldie, he tipped a. Full cup of hot tea straight out of the kettle on his stomach. Ooh, and he had layers good. of skin peeling off his fucking body. It was brutal. Ooh, that's Mate, not good. Get him into the shower and the neighbours thought that I was like bashing Megan to death. His screams were that bad. <laughs> oh, they went to the neighbour and they said, is everything okay over there? Oh, shit. And no, not everything's okay, mate. The, the seven layers of skin's coming off the son's stomach because he's a fuckwit. <laughs> Bloody hell. We had to I rush him to hospital. Um, oh, sh- really? It, it was, was rough, man. I've never what's seen anyone in so like much now? pain. Never seen anyone in so much pain. What, what's it like now, his stomach? It's fine. It Perfect. Right? Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, do it when you're young. Yeah, do it when you're young. He, well, he looked after it pretty well. Um, okay. A lot of a lot of moisturiser. Plus, it's, you know, he's a teenage boy, so there's a lot of stuff going on to that stomach now. <laughs> I remember... Um, I remember I did my Australian rites of passage, <clears throat> excuse me, when I um, couldn't I couldn't turn on the the uh, gas barbecue, and then I, oh, I look under you and did not yeah and, and put in the the dinger you know the long lighter thing and <sighs> and then all my eyebrows, Gosh. my nasal hairs, my eyelashes all all pretty much turned blonde, wow and stunk and stunk too. Yeah. Um, that was, I've seen yeah, myself was, recently. I've done that. What? I've singed oh, myself. With a barbecue? Yeah. Fucking oath. Oh, or in the shower? Uh, no, I do more than singe. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I've done oh. that. That's easy to do, though. I think you don't understand the power of gas, do you, really? You, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> My wife does. Anyway. Mm, lucky her. <laughs> oh, and Max's ass. Seriously. Terrible. Yeah, they're Teenage wrong. boys. Dead kangaroos up their ass, I reckon. Anyway. There you go. So should she should have she got the money? That's my question to you. Absolutely not. The, yeah, I agree. sets a wrong precedent. 
Yep. But it's just McDonald's drive better, fault. Mom. It's McDonald's fault for for giving hot. Maybe they should just sell cold food from now. I've on. got to say though, like, what kind of four year old drops a nugget? She mustn't well, be a big nugget fan because there's no way that my daughter or my son at four would have dropped any food. <laughs> they would have just burnt their whole this esophagus on the way yeah, down. Absolutely. Bloody hell. Yeah. Bloody hell. You yeah. got any other news stories? Mate, mate? Oh, well, you know, I I don't know whether you would have you would have heard about um you're obviously your beloved bulldogs are are, you know, going terribly still. Ah. Uh, you heard about the little dodgy tactics they tried to to get oh, uh, don't, don't, Tino don't in? Don't get me fucking started on this. Mate, right? I heard you. I heard you unofficially underqualified, and I was about to fucking crash the car, so I didn't have to listen to that shit. I've got to say, like, <laughs> I know you've got to sort of you, you, the worst teams have got to work harder, but I think yeah. they've also got to work smarter. I don't think this is one of the Bulldogs' smartest moves. And how dumb must that Arthur Laundy be? Oh, to just so this this is where I so this is where I definitely agree with you. <laughs> I don't I honestly don't, and I know you guys. I know you guys. What you think of Phil Gould, right? I think he's a fucking messiah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, until he goes to uh, another club, and well, until it works or mm. doesn't. Um, but I honestly don't think he knew about it. I honestly, thought Arthur Loundy was thought he was doing something. Oh, Arthur Loundy's just the oh, dick. He's the dick out of the whole thing. Adam, Adam, Adam. Phil Gould didn't know. See, this is... Do you know what? What I'm seeing here, I'm seeing an insight into how Canterbury Bankstown survives. Their fans are so loyal. They can't go... Can't call a spade a spade. That's cool. I am. They're no Eagles. Eagles, I don't want want Luai. Luai can fuck off. I don't want him. You're going to get him for sure. I don't want him. You're going to get him for sure. Mark II, but we're going to be shitter. That's right. It's better than being the uh, West Tigers Mark II, like the Seagulls are going to yeah. be next year. Yeah, for <laughs> oh, the Seagulls. Uh, Bledisloe well, Cup Schuster. this week. Is Bledisloe Cup this weekend? Is it? It might be. <laughs> uh, the Aussies <laughs> could lose a hundred nil. Oh, I, I I might put some money on that actually. It, that we're going to lose by more than fifty. Eddie Jones is showing why he should not have ever been brought back. No. The no. guy already week, you know, game two. He's concerned about his own job, not about the benefit of the of the team, and what's best moving forward. He's just made some shocking decisions. He's a shit coach. Shouldn't have been brought back. And the the, the Kiwis who actually had a bit of a return to form uh, against the Saffirs for half a game uh, should trounce them pretty comfortably. Oh, absolutely! Look, look. As usual, I've watched no rugby union because it's such a shit game. But obviously, I've got one eye. I am interested in the World Cup because I think it's going to be an interesting one. Um, yep. And we've talked about this, but I, I just think, I mean, how can we be so bad at rugby union? I know it's not a, a tier one or tier two sport anymore. I get that, but we should have enough people to have a decent fucking side that, I've said that can this. defend. I've said this that they, the talent pool or the selection pool is far too narrow in this narrow in this country. They don't mm. look outside of a specific uh, socioeconomic set mm. to field the rugby teams in this country. And until they do, which is interesting, that this year the national schools championship was won by New South Wales 
Juniors, which is not a school team. It is a team which comprises of players from junior clubs. Yep. Uh, so the, the they won. New South Wales Juniors won. They beat Queensland 2 in the final quite comfortably. Yep. Uh, they got, I think it was collectively, six kids in two Australian schoolboys teams. And they won wow. the championship. So until they start selecting the right kids, until they start opening up to kids that just aren't in GPS, we're going to continue to get flogged. Uh, there's just too much competition now. So, sad. Mate, what about what about the yeah, Soccer World Cup? Sad. What about the Women's Soccer well, World well, Cup? You'd be all over well, that. Well, the Women's Soccer World Cup, that's, yeah. that's in Australia New Zealand, yep. It is. Um, well, New Zealand... Won their first ever World Cup game over here. They up. Well, I don't know if it was an upset. I've got no idea about it, to be honest. But they beat Norway one nil, uh, and everyone seems to be going bananas over it as they do over here when someone eventually wins something except the All Blacks. Um, so, and it looks here that it looks. I've got here from. I've never heard of this thing. Friendsoffootballnz.com seems like a website, and it said record books rewritten as crowds get behind FIFA Women's World Cup. Um, and it says the biggest match attendance ever, 41,000 people. No, 42,000 people. Then apparently to the United States versus Vietnam at Eden Park, 41,000 people went. Yeah, wow. 41 to watch the USA play Vietnam. Well, of course the I mean, records Of course the records have been broken. There's never been a fucking Women's Soccer World Cup in New Zealand, you dicks. <laughs> you get four well, people no to the actually, game and records are tumbling. <laughs> No one's actually gone to a women's football game before over here mm. in New Zealand. So, um, But I'm very surprised that for a US-Vietnam game, there were 41... Th- I'm actually quite... Su- I'm very surprised by that. I mean, because really, it's, it's, I couldn't give a flying toss. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I was telling you off air about the, the Wrexham United team that went to the US and played the US women's oh. team and won 12-0. <laughs> please, so, please just explain. Oh, mate, that, I'm gonna, that, what we'll do is we will, we'll post it up once we start the social right. media. We'll post it up. All we'll right. get it up there. But it's it's. I'll send it to you. We can make sure that it's okay for public consumption. But it's quite. It's <laughs> but quite what, an you, interesting what you said was Wrexham, the yes. Wrexham team who are in Division Three or Four. Uh, in, they're not even. They weren't even in the UK. division. They were the division below the division. So right. Yeah. They went to the US. Yes. And played the US women's side. It was, was either it a full the US. It might have it might have been the, it might not have been the U, the top US team, but it was like a US a top women's US team. Okay, and it, so and maybe like a Florida or a California, wherever they've yeah, got. Yeah, they yeah, and it was like an exhibition game, and they won okay. twelve or thirteen nil. Wow, that's and unbelievable, end, isn't it? In the end, it looked like you know it was a training it was a training run. Yeah, well, yeah, but anyway, it, uh, there was a, there was an example. I think of something similar where in Queensland they had the Queensland Netball Championships. Yep. And they allowed a a male side into it. So a male side entered. They that it was it got embarrassing in the end. The male side dominated and beat the in they made the final and won by thirty goals or something <laughs> in the final. And it was I mean Look, I don't want to poo-poo women's sport, although women's AFL is fucking boring because they can kick the ball 10 metres. Um, <laughs> I, and I actually enjoy women's rugby league. I actually like watching the women's rugby league. It's really yep. quite good. Um, but 
but I can't remember what my fucking train of thought was there. Um, Not good. Standard. It wasn't good, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it was going to be highly I just, sexist. I, I think. No, no, I just find that it, it unfortunately, be, usually because of the way women are made, I think, in, in their body shapes. And that Wrexham game is an example is that they just can't compete with the blokes. I think they'd even try to yeah. do it in golf. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they did. And, and they yeah. just couldn't compete. Yeah. And look, it's just a physical thing. That's all it is. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, you know, it's nothing. I had this discussion with my wife that I've purely, my 100% belief is, is that women should be treated 100% equal to men, right? If they can do the same job as a man, Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% get the same amount of money. 100%. Yep. But Agree. when they can't, and it goes the same. Like if, if a man can't do what a woman, a woman can do, shouldn't be rewarded the same. 100%. Yep. And but I so think it, goes, that, it goes the other way. Yeah. If a man can't do what a woman Correct. can do, yeah, for sure. exactly the same. For sure. Which is why I still will always argue on the Wimbledon or tennis prize money because they play three sets, men play five sets. Hundred percent, and I think that you know, and there's arguments for both. I think that you know, corporate, of course, women can majority of the time are way better than men, to be honest, and should be rewarded as such, and they should be able to get the jobs that men get. I 100 percent agree. But yep, the Wimbledon ones, the tennis is an interesting. I read an article about a year ago where the women actually tried to get five sets, but the ATP said no, you can't. Yeah, right. It's because of Time. History or whatever, whatever time, it is. Or, a lot of it would be time constraints as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? The, the other thing with, with women's sport I'd like to bring up is that, you know, if if they uh, if they bring in the same amount of money as the men, yep. then again, they should be paid the same. Now, this is on women, right? So men go and follow men's sport yeah, because exactly we like right. it. Yep. If the women don't go and follow the women's sport, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, girls. You only get paid for the amount of attraction you get in terms yeah. of spectators. Got to say, it's still the, the crowds are majority men at the women's sport too. Absolutely, <laughs> like, they are. So, yeah, yeah. so the men are propping up the women's sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Women. Well, all I can say is, is fifty-one percent of you in the world versus forty-nine percent follow your sport or don't bitch about what they get paid because that's how oh. they get paid by you following them. Got to say, what a good place to end it. Oh, oh you've gone stuff. hard. Thank you. Gone hard, <laughs> mate. Uh, so at least we don't have any women listeners. That, that that's no, it. That uh, Tash just Tash just turned off. Uh, it was yeah. good having you, Tash, uh, and uh, <laughs> Megan was good having you as well. Uh, to all the men, uh, stay strong. Uh, you know, <laughs> to the women, please come back. Adam didn't mean it. He's just trying to be didn't. divisive. No, yeah, I'm just trying just to be him. realistic. Yeah, you know, right. Okay, keep digging that <laughs> hole. Keep digging that hole for us. Uh, mate, it's been a good one back. It's like we'd never left. Exactly, mate. I yeah. loved it. I love the snappiness of this one. It was a bit more snappy. Yeah. A couple of little, oh, mate. little avenues, but I loved it. It was good fun. Mate, <laughs> He's doing a, a head wobble or a shoulder wobble, whichever way you want to call it. It's always a pleasure <laughs> catching up with Shit. my Kiwi, mate. Until next week, oh, that is <laughs> bye from the team here at Trans Tasman Gibberish. Stay tuned. Share yeah. to your friends. Cheers, Whitey. Cheers, listeners or listener. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs>